This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. 10 people shot dead near Los Angeles during Lunar New Year events. Justice Department finds more classified documents in Biden home. And abortion activists take to the streets 50 years after Roe. It's Monday, January 23. I'm Anthony Davis. Law enforcement officials swarmed and entered a white van on Sunday afternoon that officials suspected was driven by a gunman who opened fire on a Southern California ballroom dance studio, killing 10 people and wounding 10 more. Police surrounded the van with tactical vehicles and bomb squad trucks for hours before going in. A person's body appeared to be slumped over the wheel and was later removed from the vehicle. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna identified the suspect as 72-year-old Hu Can Tran. Luna said Sunday the man killed himself as police officers closed in on the van that he used to flee the scene of an attempted second shooting. The manhunt came after the gunman killed 10 people at a ballroom dance studio late on Saturday amid Lunar New Year's celebrations in the predominantly Asian-American community of Monterey Park. He likely tried and failed to target a second dance hall, authorities said. The van was found in Torrance, another community home to many Asian Americans, about 22 miles from the second location. The shooting sent a wave of fear through Asian American communities in the Los Angeles area and cast a shadow over Lunar New Year festivities around the country. Luna said the shooting at the Star Ballroom Dance Studio in Monterey Park left five women and five men dead and wounded another ten people. Then, 20 to 30 minutes later, a man with a gun entered the Lilai Ballroom in nearby Alhambra. The suspect entered the Alhambra Club with a gun and people wrestled the weapon away from him before he fled, Luna said. The massacre was the nation's fifth mass killing this month. It was also the deadliest attack since May 24, when 21 people were killed in an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. A new search of President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware on Friday by the U.S. Justice Department at the request of the White House found six more items, including documents with classification markings, a lawyer for the president said in a statement on Saturday night. Some of the classified documents and surrounding materials dated from Biden's tenure in the U.S. Senate, where he represented Delaware from 1973 to 2009, according to his lawyer Bob Bauer. Other documents were from his tenure as vice president in the Obama administration from 2009 through 2017. The Department of Justice, which conducted a search that lasted over 12 hours, also took some notes that Biden had personally handwritten as vice president, according to the lawyer. 
The president offered full access to his home to allow the DOJ to conduct a search of the entire premises for potential vice presidential records and potential classified material, Bauer said. Justice Department investigators coordinated the search with Biden's lawyers ahead of time, Bauer said, and the president's personal and White House lawyers were present at the time. Earlier this month, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland named a special counsel to probe the matter. Special counsel Robert Hur, who was appointed during the process, is investigating how the president and his team handled Obama-era classified documents that were recently found in Biden's private possession. Republicans have attempted to compare the investigation to the ongoing probe into how disgraced former President Donald Trump handled classified documents after his presidency. The White House has noted that Biden's team has cooperated with authorities in their probe and had turned over those documents. Trump resisted doing so multiple times until an FBI warrant search in August at his Florida resort. From beach cities to snow-covered streets, abortion supporters rallied by the thousands on Sunday to demand protections for reproductive rights and mark the 50th anniversary of the now-overturned Roe v. Wade U.S. Supreme Court decision that established federal protections for the procedure. The reversal of Roe in June unleashed a flurry of legislation in the states, dividing them between those that have restricted or banned abortion and those that have sought to defend access. The Women's March, galvanized during Donald Trump's presidential inauguration in 2017 amid a national reckoning over sexual assaults, said it had refocused on state activism after Roe was tossed. A dozen Republican-governed states have implemented sweeping bans on abortion, and several others seek to do the same. But those moves have been offset by gains on the other side. Abortion opponents were defeated in votes on ballot measures in Kansas, Michigan and Kentucky. State courts have blocked several bans from taking effect. Myriad efforts are underway to help patients travel to states that allow abortion or use medication for self-managed abortion and some Democratic-led states have taken steps to shield patients and providers from lawsuits originating in states where the procedure is banned. Organizers with the Women's March say their strategy moving forward will focus largely on measures at the state level. But freshly energized anti-abortion activists are increasingly turning their attention to Congress with the aim of pushing for a potential national abortion restriction down the line. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.